0: Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you, those of you that work so hard for your money. And you know you want your money to start working harder for you today. You want that freedom and cash flow now, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now to live that life that you love with those you love. But most importantly, it's not just about getting rich. It's about living a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of others. Guys, thank you for joining in, for binging, sharing, and doing all the great stuff that you do. As a reminder, go check our website, moneyripples.com, especially if you're trying to figure out how much passive income you can create in the next year, you can use the calculator right there on our homepage and figure out what your number is and see how quickly you can get to your freedom number today. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, Simple Passive simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out. Simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive flow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. So guys, I got a special guest today that I've heard through reputation. I know he's got a great podcast himself and I've heard a lot of things, especially those of us that have been in the dental space. I know there's a lot of my clients and friends that are in this space as well. So this may not be a surprise to you, but I've here Jeff Anzalone here. He's actually a full-time practicing periodontist in the great state of Louisiana, as we were just talking about, in Monroe. Author and founder of DebtFreeDoctor.com It's focused on helping doctors and other high income professionals create passive income from real estate so that they can stop trading their time for money. So very much in line with the message of the show. So Jeff, excited to get to know you better. Welcome to our show. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us more about your story and how you went through this, because I know as we're talking before we went on the air, I mean, you had a switch from this paradigm of mutual funds and everything else to going into this alternative space, which is what we talk about every time on the show. Tell us more about your story.
1: I think for really any professional out there or anybody that works for somebody, we're typically told maybe one of the benefits is you get a 401k. For me, starting my own practice, I'd started a retirement account for my employees, and I'm just thinking, well, that's what my financial advisor recommended, work for 35 or 40 years, and that's it. But like you said in the intro, what if you don't want to work for 35 or 40 years? What if you want other options? But whenever you don't know of any other options, which I didn't back then, it was like, okay, well, everybody else in town is doing it, work until their 70s, or some of them, unfortunately, in their 80s. It's like, what else do you do? There's no other option. So I just knew that that's what I was going to do and that's it. Well, the wake up call for me happened, I'd say about eight or nine years ago, my wife and I, we were snow skiing, in Colorado, got off the lift, a kid cut in front of me. I swerved and I fell. When you fall, you instinctively put your hands down. Well, it bent my wrist back and I got a little wrist injury. But luckily it wasn't anything permanent, but that incident got me thinking that was a catalyst. What if I can't use my hands? How would I make money? I had no other way of doing it. I mean, you can't do dentistry with your feet or your mouth. on working on patients. I appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could start that, but dentistry with your feet, but anyway, the periodontist or a pediodontist or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I knew up until that point, I was living very risky. Luckily, I followed the Dave Ramsey method. So I'd gotten out of debt and we paid off our house and all that. But it was kind of like, now what? You know, you're kind of, he, t- he ingrained it so much in you that debt's bad that you almost like you just live this ultra frugal, miserly, don't take any chances sort of life. And that with my kind of natural entrepreneurial Spirit, I guess, so to speak, I wanted more. So at that point, I knew something had to be done, didn't have a clue what to do. So I started using a lot of the free resources that we have online on YouTube, podcasts like yours. And there's all kinds of information out there, but sorted through all of it. And I found two things that helped guide me in the right direction. Number one, over 90% of millionaires had real estate in their portfolio. At the time, I didn't have any. Number two, millionaires averaged three to seven income streams. At that time, I had one. So that helped yeah. me narrow down. I need to focus on real estate to get passive income. Back then, I thought that meant to go buy a single-family home, duplex, self-storage unit, something start marketing it, putting tenants in there when they beat holes in the wall, kick them out, repair the wall. But I was like, you know what? If I got to do that for my family, I'm going to do it. Luckily, during that whole process of educating myself, I started finding out there's a whole different world out there of passive options that you can do. The main one that I do is called real estate syndication. You don't have to do any of that. What's great about it is our biggest wealth building tool is our income. And for me and other professionals, we spend a lot of time, money and energy on getting our degree. So when you start taking your time away from that and going to look for houses or apartments or trying to do tenants and all this, you're taking your time away from making money. Plus you're taking time away from your family. And with this, all you have to do is you can stay focused on what you know how to do best, but all you got to do is put your money in. It's Mm -hmm. like a machine. It starts sending you a check every quarter. And I started focusing on that. And now I'm up to 11 or 12 streams of income besides my practice. Is it going to happen overnight? No, but I'm trying to educate people that if they could start as soon as they can afford to do it, when they start working, starting with the end in mind, so to speak, to where they're replacing their active income with passive income as much as possible, then that's the way to go. Yeah.
0: I love that story because it's, I mean, one, it's like you're still in this journey. You're experiencing it here and now. Obviously, you've had that huge epiphany, which is something I've hit really hard on the show, which is that one stream of income, there's no guarantee. I mean, even in 2020, you saw it with your practice, I'm sure, where you're down to emergency case surgeries only or type of those kind of situations where you had to be an essential business to stay open. Even the government can
1: shut you down at any time, even if you're a business owner where you're your own boss. It's such a crazy world now. Well, I got an email the second or third week of March of 2020 from our state board of dentistry that basically says, this was like a Tuesday. It says, as of Friday, you're no longer able to practice until we tell you to. would have thought that. Yeah. We got this worldwide pandemic happening, and that was really just kind of reinforced things. Luckily, I still had streams of income coming in. Some of them did shut down. But they started back up as soon as people kind of realized that what was happening, they realized, well, the government's just going to pump money in people's pockets so they could pay rent. But yes. again, you never know. If you're just relying on one thing, one income source, you mean you never know what could happen to it. That's right. Absolutely.
0: I want to kind of go back to your perspective shift that you had to have as well. You mentioned you're a Dave Ramsey fan and followed everything you did. You are really his poster child, which we have a lot of our clients that are like the Dave Ramsey poster child. They get debt free and they say, well, now what? What was that big epiphany for that purpose right there? Like, How did that work? I mean, did you
1: end up using equity or debt as well to invest? What was the difference for you after that? I spent seven, seven and a half years just living the Dave Ramsey. You had this goal. You had this get all your debt. And then you finally get to it and it was like great for 24 hours. So I was like, in my mid thirties, there's going to be more to life than this. And I really hate that he does a great job getting you there, but he mm-hmm. doesn't do a good job after that. And the thing is, yeah, he's built all of his wealth with real estate, yet he never even mentions it very much about it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I wish he would at least maybe expand on some. Uh, I think he does a great job of really helping people out there because 78, 80% of Americans are broke, living yeah. paycheck to paycheck. So he does a good job of getting them on the right path. But then for those of us that want more, I think they should offer more. I agree.
0: 100%. Well, and you call yourself the debt-free doctor. So many people could look at that as they could say, oh, you're just like Dave Ramsey fan, but that's not the case. What's really the premise behind calling it a debt-free doctor?
1: Well, actually, I started the blog when I was still on his plan and all that. And I was teaching people at that point how to get out of debt, how to get to the point where you can invest And Mm -hmm. then the more that I started learning about real estate and syndications, the more I started shifting things over educating people that were in my position that wanted to change, but they didn't know where to start. So I was taking all this information and putting it down to, Hey, if you're going to do this, these are the things that you should know in order to make an educated decision before you invest. Cause these investments are 50, 75, hundred thousand dollars minimum. So these aren't cheap, Yeah, but If you go out and you buy a single family home or a a duplex or something, you're going to be putting at least that much or more down to buy them. So there's not much difference. That's very true. So for
0: those people that maybe they were in a similar position as you, what advice Mm -hmm. would you give them? Maybe they were doing a really good job paying down all their debts and they're trying to save up all their money in mutual funds.
1: What's your advice to them? What do you feel is like that bridge to get them to moving over to something better? And I get this from Grant Cardone, which was real instrumental in getting me going in this direction too. He's focused on do everything you can to save up a hundred thousand dollars. Do that first. And the point is you see these people online and they're asking all these questions. Well, should I invest in this account where I get 7% or 10% or 12%? And they're talking about 10 grand. So what's 10% or 15%? That's a thousand or 1500 bucks. That's nothing. But he said, once you get to the point where you got a hundred grand, then you got something to work with. So I recommend, yeah, if you got a bunch of consumer debt, get rid of that, but then focus everything you can getting that hundred grand saved. And then along the way, really educating yourself. For me, it was about passive income creation with real estate syndications or whatever you want to do. If you want to go buy a business or expand your business or whatever, but start with that hundred grand and then you got something you can really move the needle with.
0: I think that's great. I mean, it's not a baby step by any way, shape or form, but it's true. So many people reach out to us and they'll say, okay, I've got a large sum of money, 10 grand. What do I do with it? Well, do you have any other savings besides that? No, keep going. (laughs) Keep that going. But I think people do need like steps. They need to see that there's an evolution of that. I had somebody who did have about 60 grand and they said, well, where should I go? I'm like, get 200 grand. And then there's a lot more things you can start doing at that
1: point. I spoke with Dennis right before our interview. She was out in California this morning and she had about 500 grand saved up. So somebody like that can really speed up the oh, process yeah. of becoming financially independent. She'd been practicing for about 20 years. And she was like, most of the people she knew were practicing for 40 years. She's like, I can't do that. I want to do it much less than that. Somebody like her, she could definitely do it in five years or less. It's true.
0: Yeah. The thing is with 500 grand, if you make even just a 10% preferred return on a syndication, you're making 50 grand a year off that money passively right there. I mean, that's free. Yeah. Especially if you have all the tax managers, depreciation, everything else. Yeah. You can keep a lot of that money now.
1: The thing that was really great with our conversation was she had her own, she did have some rental property, a good bit of rental property. Her husband was a contractor. She'd never heard about filing for real estate professional status. I said, if you qualify think about what you're paying in taxes right now, taking that to zero. And she was like, oh, I'm doing that right now. I'm going to start <laughs> looking at that right now. So I did take tips, but we'll see. Take 10% for the tip, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, it's true. Especially with a lot of practice owners, a lot of times they will have the building where they already are actively managing that with a few more properties in your portfolio and then adding some more passive stuff. You could definitely qualify. Yeah,
1: for sure. She had several, I think, single family homes. Plus what their husband doing the real estate and she'd never heard of it before. So I was really surprised that her accountant had even brought it up. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I've noticed about accountants and CPAs. People say, oh, I have a conservative
0: accountant or I have a conservative CPA. Right? Like, no, you have an ignorant CPA. And I don't mean that in an insulting way. I just mean they right. don't know where the line is because they have no clue where the line is. It's like somebody in the dark. They know that the cliff ledge is somewhere nearby. So they stand as far back as possible so they don't fall over. But someone that knows a clear line going to say, hey, look, have you tried this and this and this? And they're more of a proactive CPA than just a passive one. Exactly. Well, this is great. So Jeff, what final piece of advice would you give whether they're dentists, doctors, or even just somebody starting out? What would you give
1: them as final parting words? First, it takes a mindset shift that you really want to do this and you have to figure out a why. Because if you just go, well, I just want some passive income, it's not going to happen. You've got to have something. You got to find that. For me, it was fear. It was like, if I can't work and use my hands, I can't provide. So that really kept me motivated. So once you focus on finding your why, then I think that's going to help motivate and drive you to really start learning about this. Kind of like till sometimes people don't want to lose weight. They're overweight and they don't eat good, or maybe they drink or whatever, or maybe they smoke. But typically what has to happen to them, they got to have that heart attack or that chest pain to really motivate them. So I don't want you to get to that point. I don't want something bad to happen to you. So try to more of an insurance policy, so to speak. Absolutely.
0: Man, wise words. And Jeff, this has been such a valuable experience. I'm so glad that there's another lone voice in the wilderness along with us that are (laughs) trying to get people to open their eyes to something much, much better than what they've been given, especially by financial advisors like I used to be 20 years ago. Exactly. Well, appreciate your time with us today. Everybody, go to moneyripples.com. We'll have all the show notes with links for getting in touch with Jeff. If you want to learn more about him and be able to get in contact with him more, just go check out his blog post at moneyripples.com. Everybody, this is a podcast, of course. You're listening to it, you're watching it, but most importantly, it's about taking action because when you take appropriate action and doing the right things, that is when your life begins to change. So remember, it's up to you to make it a wonderful and prosperous week. And we'll talk to you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. This episode is made possible by PWC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PWC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation. And transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.